Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Bachelor Blab. I am Jackie Maroney here with that. Can I speak here with Aaron McNaught and... (laughs) Also, we have another special guest, Jordan Dollinger. Is that I hope I'm pronouncing yes! your last name right? Yes. Did I get it right? And Absolutely. Jordan, Jordan is another fellow Believe podcaster. She has the podcast Believe in Everything Ole Miss. Yes. 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 Um, so definitely check her out if you're interested in Ole Miss sports or just SEC sports and stuff like that in general, or any other thing that has to do. I don't know. Do you guys talk about things that are not sports about Ole Miss, or is it only sports based? It's mostly sports, but um, sometimes we will talk about things just college related. So I like yeah. to relive my college days sometimes. So a little of that sprinkled in. <laughs> got it. Got it. Did you go to Ole Miss? I did. Yes. I I actually had a friend. I went there one time. I I'm from. New Jersey. I live in New York now and then lived in LA. So I'm not really a, a Southern person, but my <laughs> okay. friend went to Ole Miss. So I went to go visit for the weekend and it was so crazy just how different it is. Like we did like the whole tailgating thing and it was like the most, I've never seen tailgating like that before in my life. People have chandeliers like in their tents it's and a, like it's flat a thing. TVs. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm so glad that you enjoyed it because I definitely enjoyed it. And I feel like it's one of those things that was 10 years ago. Like, I feel like it was, it was in another life of mine, but I have to mm-hmm. remind myself it wasn't that long ago, but I'm so glad that you've been there. That's so fun. Yeah. Just once before for one weekend, but yeah. I'm like, that was enough. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes one is good. But it is crazy. Awesome. Like the, the sports are so intense there. It's, it, I can imagine that's a really fun environment. Yeah, it's definitely intense. So Jordan reached out to me because she is a Bachelor fan and wanted to come onto our show to discuss her takes on everything Bachelor Nation, everything Matt James, everything this season. What have you been thinking of the season so far? So I have really enjoyed it. I probably started watching the Bachelor and the Bachelorette franchise. I didn't watch it in high school or anything, but I got into it in college because I met a friend in college who is um, one of my best friends now and she like hooked me into it and I was like Mm -hmm. how have I never watched this show I was like this is I mean how have I not watched this forever and so I've I got into it the past few years and I really enjoyed this season because I truly feel like even though we're only halfway through I feel like it's been one of the most authentic seasons and interesting and I know that that's like, I mean, the girls are a little out there, but I've really felt like, especially with this episode tonight, where he kind of just didn't even entertain any of the drama, like kind of squashed it all. I was like, wow, because I feel like we've seen girls stay for so much longer than they should because they're so good for the show. But I feel like that really didn't happen, especially tonight. So I thought that that was a really authentic thing. So I really enjoyed it and I thought it's been really fun. And I feel like the girls are so into it, which makes it enjoyable too. So I've liked watching it. I've liked watching it too, but I feel like the show has taken <laughs> a turn in that like, I feel like I just watched an episode of Real Housewives, not an episode of The Bachelor, you know? I can agree with that because it's kind of like, you know who's fighting with who, you know, who's mad at who, you know, who doesn't like who, 
I don't actually really know who Matt likes or who really likes Matt. Like that, I don't know, but I know who doesn't like everyone else. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know, Erin, what, what have you been thinking about it? Well, so it's funny that you say you don't know who Matt likes, but you know, or who Matt likes and doesn't like, and then, but you do know who the girls don't like. That was my big, like, not problem tonight, but one of my biggest takes from tonight was, oh, he likes all these people. When did this happen? Right. Right. I feel like Kit, Piper, um, even who else surprised me, even Rachel, although I kind of knew that Rachel and him were Mm -hmm. like, Rachel's going to make it far. You just kind of can tell based on the music and stuff they give her. But that whole moment with Piper was like so cute. And it was just like, when have you ever talked to these people before? Mm -hmm. Because clearly you have a connection. So where were these conversations? These conversations were on the editing room floor. Instead, we got these women screaming at each other. So I just think that they did the viewers a little bit of a disservice because today I feel like I was plopped into the middle of the season. In, like I hadn't spent hours of my life watching it and I have but I did not get the information <laughs> that I needed I know the Piper one surprised me too I was I didn't even know who she was I had never seen her before in my life she hasn't got much screen time guys yeah. the girl at the rose ceremony when at the be- at the very beginning of the show when there was you know th- when when Chris came out and was like it's the final rose like and they mm-hmm. panned to the girls like I like two of the four I was like wait has she been here? What, who is that? Was she here the whole time? I know. Like I truly, so I totally agree with that, especially the Piper thing when he ran up and kissed her. I was like, wait, did she, and she was like kind of cool about it. I was like, wait, so they're friends? They're, what? Right. When did this happen? So they, is this a thing? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't know. So that was like kind of, yeah. I think we have to talk about it though, Miss Queen Victoria. Um, we do. We I, must address <laughs> the horrible situation. Yeah, I, I, okay, here's my thing is I don't really know what to think because on one hand, while there's no excuse for her behavior and how mean she was to everyone, I, if she was someone who was like, you know, I'm coming on The Bachelor, I'm going to make a stupid character, I'm just going to be like so mean and just like say whatever the fuck comes to my mind to get screen time for some for a greater goal, I would be, I don't think that's a nice thing or a good thing to do, but I see that motivation. But then in this episode to see her kind of turn around and be like, I've been taking this so seriously. And like me and Matt and our connection and like all the girls, like I don't cause any drama. It's like, are you like the lack of, it was the lack of self-awareness for me that it's just like, if you're going to come in and be a character and say stupid things, that's fine. But then I think when it comes to a head, kind of own it, like say your goodbyes and move on with your followers. So I don't really know how to read this situation and kind of what was going on there. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that she was going to follow suit with what you said. I was kind of hoping that she, cause she was kind of on that rant, right? Like she was like, I'm the only one that's good for him. I'm the Mm -hmm. only wife material. So I was kind of hoping that she was going to be like, you know what? I'm too, like, I I thought she was just going to walk out, cause a scene. Like, I thought she was going to own it till the very end. And when she started crying and getting emotional, I was, like, confused. Because I totally, I don't know how you guys feel, and I would love to know, but I truly, to the depths of my soul, believe that there is absolutely no way that this is what she is like in real life. There is absolutely no way. I truly, I think that she might be some characteristics but I truly think that there's no way that she was not totally heightening 
herself. And I just, there's no, there's literally no way, at least like in my opinion, I was like, there's no way that there's someone like this that's real. So I think that she was playing into it for the show and things like that. So when she kind of backpedaled and got emotional, I was like, no, Queen Victoria, I was like, go out in your blaze of glory, which she kind of tried to at the end. And I was like, oh, it didn't really work like that well. But I just thought if she was going to. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if you're going to be the villain, just just do it. Just do it all the way through. I think she's either an actress. She's either an actress. It could be. She could be an actress totally. It would not surprise me for a second. But I kind of am of the opposite camp of I kind of believe that this is a girl who is that lacking in self-awareness because there are people out there who really have no self-awareness and you know I just can't feel bad for her like this is the fault (laughs) of your family and friends for never holding you accountable for anything I'm so sorry that they don't care enough about you to let you go on tv and make a fool of yourself like if I had a friend that was that lacking in self-awareness I have some I feel like I would have to say to them before they went on TV, by the way, this is what would happen. Now, I'm just that kind of friend. I make my friends cry sometimes. It's okay. But I feel bad that she doesn't have that friend. That was like, by the way, you can't be yourself on this show. because Even at the end? Sucks. Yeah. And at the end, when they were like, take your final moments and say your goodbyes, she just stood there. Like, she, like no one said goodbye to her. And I was like, her arms crossed. This, yeah. yeah, it was so <laughs> uncomfortable. I was just, I, oof, it was like difficult to watch watch. I was like, this I'm uncomfortable for you. I feel like for the sake of humanity, I hope that she's not really like that in real life because it hurts to think that there's people out there who are like that. But I think there are. I haven't spent oh, any time really looking into her or like looking at her Instagram or anything. I'm looking it up right now because I don't... I looked it up during the episode. So she has her and also MJ have limited their comments already. And Uh, Anna deleted her Instagram. I don't know if she ever had one, but I couldn't find her. So I'm assuming she deleted it. I didn't look that hard, but I'm pretty sure it's gone. So that was interesting. She has like a few posts. She doesn't seem to be that like influencer. She's not, I don't know. I don't know if it's- Victoria, you're saying? I don't know if it's that she's not leaning into the influencery or she's not getting the following that would allow her to. I don't know. It's right, like or the right, right, situation right. There. I think it's very ironic that all of this drama started circulating about rumors that were going to like alter or change people's lives when in reality, it's just the irony is kind of like now that the show is aired, their lives are the only ones that are being altered, like having to dismantle their social media. It's like the irony of all of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yikes. Totally. We should talk about that too, because I, ugh, Anna was another one for me because on one hand, she was basically openly admitting, like I said, like, I feel like if you're going to say a very serious accusation about someone, which um, accusing them of being an escort is pretty serious, and you genuinely, for whatever reason, thought that to be the case, when it kind of blows up, maybe, like, like stick to that. Be like, look, I really actually thought this was a fact. I wasn't trying, like, a cold, hard fact. Versus she was, t- when she was talking to Matt, she was literally, like, Mm, yeah, like I fucked up and said something I like didn't mean like my bad. It's like, okay, so you're openly admitting that you actually spread a lie. Like this wasn't a miscommunication. This wasn't a like, I really thought this to be true. So I just said a fact. You're openly admitting that you said a lie about someone on national television. And then what is your expectation? 
expectation of like what is supposed to happen now. I just some people I, I think reminds me if she's I just like all right, say what you're gonna say. What do you I don't think? know? I just I think that it's more redeeming for her. I don't think that she took accountability or responsibility very well. I don't think any of the girls did. But my question would be if it was true, if it was a cold hard fact, why still why would you say that on national television? No, like, of you course. St- you I are mean, not going to come out of this looking like the good guy. So at the very least you can do is own up and be like, yeah, I said that and I feel horrible about it. And I know that that was the wrong thing. No, I know. But I think you could turn spin it in a way where it's like, I, yeah, no, you shouldn't say that about someone on television, regardless if if (laughs) it's true or not true. But if it, if she genuinely felt that it was to me, that feels like there's at least some sort of redeemability here. It's like, well, I just said something that I, I don't know. The only thing I feel bad about I totally do. I think we feel bad for Anna because I think it's very obvious that she's somebody that was producer manipulated. A producer was like, oh, you heard that? Maybe you should like tell the other girls that. I mean, I feel like I can picture the whole scene with her. She seems somebody who's not that confident in herself. She was already so insecure because she wasn't talking to Matt at all. I just feel like someone took advantage of her. And on that Mm -hmm. end, I do feel for her a little bit. Yeah, I don't think. For the other two. Right. I don't think there's any way that she, to y'all's point, there was no way that she could have brought that up and not sounded like she was bullying. She could have, she could have said, you know, and I totally agree with your point to producers pushing her because she could have easily just said, I know this girl somewhat because we're both from Chicago and I just know that she doesn't you know, run in the same crowd as me. And, you know, she could have, she could have worded it so many other ways. So for them to be like, well, what exactly do you mean? And what exactly? Well, I, you know, they wanted her to pinpoint that one, like power word, like calling her an escort. And there's just no possible way that she could have said it in any sort of light that was not going to make her look like a bully. And I, I felt like, I didn't feel I wrote this, I literally wrote this down. I have a note, I have a notepad. I wrote this down. This is exactly what she said to Matt. She said that she made, she feels really guilty. She's getting a rash. She's crying. She's emotional because she made a quote offhanded comment. Mm-hmm. Sweet Anna calling someone an <laughs> escort is not an offhanded comment. Like that's not an offhanded comment. That's a straight shoot direct. Like you were talking about someone and whether or not you said, I think, she is this. Someone told me she is this. I heard a rumor that this is, but I don't know if it's true. Like that's not an offhanded comment any way that you spin it. So I, I respected enough the way that she came to Matt and she was extremely apologetic. Do I think if other girls in the house were to have said, you know, I can actually see that. I actually agree with that. I don't, th- she was apologetic because she got caught and no one was on her side and yeah. everyone was calling her a bully. If she had even had a few girls then the, the conversation would have gone, I heard this. I don't know if it's true, but there are other girls in the house who can see it and they understand where I'm coming from, but she didn't have anyone to back her up. So that's why she was apologetic. She was apologetic because she was incredibly embarrassed. She, which is why if she doesn't have a social media right now, that's probably why she was embarrassed. She felt, she probably felt just ridiculous also because it's one thing like at the very end of the episode, when Jasenia and MJ are in the room to discuss things, Matt didn't call, you know, Brittany and Anna to discuss things. He immediately sided with her because whether it's true or not, 
does is irrelevant. And if it is true, Brittany, girl, live your life. <laughs> like yeah, if it is yes. true, <laughs> you don't need to be in her business. Like if she's rolling around Chicago in Louboutins and eating steak and lobster, let her live her life. Like, what are you like? Yes. So it's not anyone's business, but I understand. I just feel like this happens all the time. Someone hears something about someone and everyone assumes the responsibility that Matt or whoever the bachelor is at the time is, is their man and they're, and it's yet they have to protect their relationships. They have to come with it. And I just think that it, I think that Anna did not expect to go home. And I think she was super apologetic and breaking out in hives because she knew the inevitable. She got caught. I think yeah. the biggest theme of this episode was accountability. And I think exactly to your point, right? What she talked about was, I'm so sad. I'm so, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so guilty, which I think overall is a big problem with how we apologize in our society. We make it about ourselves and our own feelings. And when you've hurt someone and when you've done something to hurt another person, it's, re it's really not about how, sor how sorry you are because you're embarrassed and you have embarrassed your family or whatever. It, at no point did she really spend any time talking about how she's impacted and how she will this comment will impact Brittany for a long time and so that I think exactly shows what you're saying of she's not apologizing because she feels bad maybe she knows that that wasn't really the right thing to do but she's apologizing because she was totally called out and there was no other choice yeah and if you think about girls from past seasons or guys from past seasons who end up on spinoffs or paradise or things like that unfortunately for Brittany whether there is any merit to this rumor or not she's always she's always going to be known as oh the that girl that they said was an escort just like yes. there's mm -hmm. that girl who always cries or that guy who always gets drunk or that one who always wants to she's always going to be you know She's always going to be, oh, that's the one that they said. And whether that has any merit or not, that sucks. It does. Yeah. So, and yeah. she, she, I don't think that Anna felt bad, just like you said. I don't think that she felt bad. She didn't come to Matt and say, I'm so, I feel gutted because I'm thinking about how Brittany feels right now. And I bet she just feels so attacked. I, I can't believe I did that to her. She was like, I'm so, it's not right. about you. Because if she did, she would have gone and talked to Brittany on her own earlier, right? If you mm -hmm. really felt that bad and you knew that you did the wrong thing, you would have spoken to Brittany, but you didn't. Mm -hmm. You were all he, he, he in, how funny, OG's varsity mm -hmm. until he was like, yo, that's lame. And then you were all like, oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> Yeah, you did. You're on camera, guys. <laughs> I know. Roll the tapes. It was, it was the same thing with Victoria too, when she was like, uh -huh. mm, "I just like did that jokingly. It was never malicious. It's like, no, you were pretty uh, intentionally malicious. It's like, I yeah, I." When know. they passed each other while they were walking, like they just passed each other yeah, on the yeah. walk and she's like, oh, this is so annoying. I can't stand them. And they didn't even say anything to her, but, but everything's a joke. Okay. I it's mean like when people say no offense, but something I'm like, mm -mm, no, see, just because <laughs> you start your sentence with no offense doesn't excuse the offensive thing that you're about to say. It's the exact same thing. And they're not even, I, I just, I hate when, when I hated when Victoria was everything I say is just, it's light. It's a joke. I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just making it funny. And I just mean it in no harm. It's, but if, if what you're saying is harmful or mean, you know, you calling someone like disgusting or like, these are not funny things. Like yeah. it doesn't make any, yeah. So maybe she is just incredibly unaware, but I, yes, I think that the accountability was there, which I appreciated because so, so, so many times we're always like, 
I mean, how many episodes you're like, oh my gosh, they're keeping her again. And you know, it's not because the bachelor or bachelorette is super interested, mm-hmm. but because it goes with the storyline and that. So I was super um, happy that there was what I felt like was a, was a good amount of accountability in this episode. I was there for it. I was, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Right. For the overall scale of what we've seen on this show, I was sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, could you even imagine if Peter had walked in and done this and cleaned house on all those mean girls on his season, it would have been a whole different season. It wouldn't have lasted very long. He would have had to get rid of everyone. The whole cast would have been gone. Yeah, they would have needed like six limos of new girls. They, I mean, <laughs> there would have been a lot. But throw them all out. Try, try again. Yeah, I, I liked that there was actually some attempt at accountability. I just the girls didn't take accountability for themselves, but maybe right, when but they see themselves back, they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm like that." I feel like that must happen. Well, for I'm sure some that's people. why we have a lot of Instagram comments. I'm curious. I think Matt's actually on Good Morning America tomorrow to like talk about all this. I wonder in hindsight, yeah, how it's going to be addressed and slash if we're going to see like some Instagram posts from Victoria being like, I, I don't even know what she would say. Like, I'm, I'm sorry for like how I came across, but but I can't even picture her actually saying that on an Instagram post to try to address it. I don't know if you guys, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw, but actually two things about Victoria. One is that right after this episode aired, um, former bachelorette Rachel Lindsay posted something about how upset she was. She just posted this about how upset she was with ABC for giving Victoria so much screen time and how, if you guys remember on uh, Rachel, when Rachel was part of The Bachelor and they did their After the Final Rose and she got up there and she read those Instagram comments, like all the racial slurs and things. They had this big moment that was super fantastic about you know and all of the girls you know talked about these comments that they had gotten and Chris Harrison did this whole thing about anti-bullying and how that's not the Bachelor franchise and literally Rachel Lindsay went online right and just after this episode and just basically threw ABC under the bus and said how ridiculous she thought it was and how hypocritical she thought it was that they gave um, Victoria so much airtime and screen time when she was so blatantly a bully and yeah. and so so hateful to these girls and i don't disagree with her at all um so that was that was i was not surprised that rachel spoke out but that was one thing and then another thing um of i would say maybe last week um <laughs> queen victoria i guess prior to going on the show i worked with a relationship or like emotional counselor um like dating coach sort of thing and she was on an interview on e and the lady that worked with her said that they had met one or two times before she went onto the show and that from the one or two times that she'd interacted with victoria she was a very heightened version of herself on the show so ah, that was by her yeah so that version of so victoria. whether that was oh by God. her own choice or the producers kind of hyping her up saying, you know, you can be, you know, you can, you can be kind of the breakout, you know, girl of the, of the moment, you know, I I don't know, but it's just, it's a lot that plays into Victoria and a lot Mm -hmm. to talk about someone who didn't really leave a a positive trail behind her. So I'm happy her time is in in the past. (laughs) Yes. Same. I'm happy that this was our last episode with her, but that's so interesting because I wonder, I, I was very 
interested about how every time you saw her kind of going on her rants, what a ridiculous thing did she say tonight about how she's the smartest one. She's not even being rude. She's just telling the truth mm-hmm. or whatever. Like she's talking to someone that's not in the cast of women. She's talking to a producer and we don't see, we didn't see a lot of those clips from anyone else. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering, was there a producer that she just had a really close relationship with? What like, I'm also watching Unreal right now. I finally started watching. Ah. So I'm really thinking a lot about the producers, which is why I'm coming to this episode with such a producer um, mindset. Yeah, wait, had you never watched it before? Because it really opens up a whole can of worms of kind of what is what the Bachelor producers are even capable of. Because we know it's messed up, but um, I think someone who wrote Unreal was actually used to be a producer on The Bachelor. And then I brought think them- so. Somehow I've never watched it. I don't know. I had watched the first episode and then I just never kept going. I don't know what happened. So, so good. So good. Yeah, it is such a good show. And there have been so many times when previous Bachelor or Bachelorettes, I got down the wormhole the other night of looking at their liked tweets, not things, you know, but just things that they've liked from fans and things like this. And so, I mean, so many of them talk about production, especially with Claire, who obviously, as we know that whole story, but she has liked a plethora of tweets about how, you know, production was so heavily involved, which kind of sounds like, you know, well, of course production is involved, they produce it, but so involved in her story that she was painted in such a bad light and that there were so many times when she did things that were that were screen worthy, but didn't go along with the Dale obsessed storyline. So those weren't shown and that we at home are like, Obviously, she chose Dale because she spent 30 seconds with everyone else, when in reality, right. allegedly, she spent so much more, everything was cut. It's, it's very manipulated, and, and, then I, and then that sent me down the wormhole of all other previous Bachelor Bachelorettes things that they've liked, and I was just, like, not super surprised, but it was a lot, basically, of them liking tweets by just random people and fans about how production was so, so intently involved in telling their story, and that a lot of times I feel like they have to, you know, overcompensate after the fact and try to be like, well, this is really what it, it was like. So I'm, I am curious, like you said, to see if maybe Victoria comes out and, and says that it wasn't what we think it is, which would be interesting yeah. if she tried, but speaking of, speaking or any of, of them. producer manipulation, um, unfortunately, Jed came out. That's exactly what I was going to say. He (laughs) is coming out with a podcast where he's going to spill all the tea and tell how he really isn't a bad guy and it all was producer manipulation. And I just like to say at Jed, we don't care. Oh no, I actually (laughs) care very much. I'm curious at all. He said he was going to write me a jingle. (laughs) <laughs> write me a jingle about Just it jed write, write a little jingle write a little tune sing yeah. it to me and tell me about it i want to see well, I, one minute one tiktok long and then that's it and then i don't want to hear anything else from you i'm very uh, curious ever. because in jed's case i don't know how they can spin it any other like a lot of these other ones i feel like it's more about how the producers manipulated their character by showing a very selective amount of things that fit in a narrative, taking things out of context, et cetera. The stuff that made Jed so unlikable did not even happen on the show. This was kind of like an after the fact thing. So I'm curious how he's going to try to spin this to be like, yeah, it was the producers. It's like, oh yeah, was it the producers who made you date a girl before coming on the show and tell her you guys were going to date after the show as well. And you were just going on for your music career. Cause I, it's like not really the same thing to me. 
Yeah. And I, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think when it rains, it pours. So I think that when he comes out with this and says this, then I think that we're going to have so many former bachelor and bachelorettes that are, which not to take anything away from them. Maybe they, maybe they were the victim of that, but I also, I also don't totally agree with biting the hand that feeds you and you signed up for these shows and yes, unfortunately didn't work out in your favor, but there's always, there's a chance that that happens. And I think that it's really hard to, and I could be totally wrong because I have not been on (laughs) these shows, but I think that these producers have been doing this long enough to realize that like, for instance, one of my favorite girls on this season is Abigail. I don't think that you, I don't think a producer would be able to go to Abigail and pull out this manipulative XYZ side of her because it's, it's just not, yeah. that's not the foundation of what, I think that sometimes people who are more prone to, to behave like that, they, these producers have been doing it so long and they can see that and they can see where those vulnerabilities are and where those little um, gaps and loopholes are and they kind of make that work. But I don't yeah. think that it's you, you just can't, I mean, there are certain people that this works for and because maybe unfortunately not throwing stones at anyone, but sometimes it just, people are, those producers are going to capitalize on what's kind of already there to work with. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, you, you own your words and you own your mouth and whatever you do and comes out of your mouth you decided to do and say all of those things. So you have to, whether you, you know, you're happy that you did or not, you have to Mm -hmm. own your shit. Cause yeah. Totally. Jed. (laughs) I will say though, that with tonight, I know that I I'm, it's gotta be really tough because I know that there's going to be a lot of hateful things that come to a lot of those girls. And I do think that everyone is worth hearing out and everyone deserves, you know, maybe not deserves, but I think that everyone is, is, I think that it's okay to, to show grace to people and to give people another chance and things like that. But I think that hopefully these girls will see, you know, watch this, watch the show, see, even if their, their time on the show was cut a certain way to follow whatever narrative kind of realize that that unfortunately that's what happened and just kind of I just think that if they learn from it and see how they acted and say that is not how I want to act and and apologize and are sincere then hopefully you know maybe we can see them on other shows or other things down the line I don't you know cancel culture is a very real thing um and I'm not saying that everyone isn't always not deserving of it but I think that it's, I think it's tough because I think more so than ever, I think the show is super producer manipulated more so than it's probably ever been. So that's gotta be tough. Yeah. Do you think it's more so producer manipulated or that the audience is just way smarter in identifying like how reality TV works? Because I feel like five or 10 years ago, we, we just like, so would fall into the trap and there's so much more exposed now there's the internet there's people coming out with exposés and then we kind of as viewers of reality tv just learn we're too smart for this and that's why i think the bachelor needs to kind of step it up because it's getting it's getting i feel like every five years or so the bachelor kind of reinvents itself in a way and kind of taps into a new 
group of people in order to stay relevant. And I think we're kind of getting to that point yet again, where it's just like, okay, this is old. Like these, these tropes of girls coming in as influencers, the same types of dates. And, but I don't know how they're going to reinvent it now at this point, because I, I don't know, but it, it feels stale to me. It does feel stale. I think that this past season of um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills did a decent job of kind of reinventing it. They kind of were forced to, I don't know if any, if either of you watched with everything that happened with Denise, but the Mm -hmm. big thing of the season that they did was they totally broke the fourth wall. So you heard producers asking questions. You saw the part where she's ripping off her mic and she's running off set and things like they broke the fourth wall. And I thought that that kind of was a nice way to acknowledge to the world that, yeah, we know, you know, we're here. So let's make a show about that. Yeah. I think that's kind of where the bachelor needs to go because there's, we can't not acknowledge that the reality of, of why people are coming on the show and the wings that they have behind them when they even come onto the show. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I think if we all had a dollar for every time we heard someone say that so-and-so is putting their character in question or talk about their intentions of coming on the show, which is like an oxymoron in itself. Like if we could all just, if we could all just, not we, but like the, the, if, if there was like understanding, I just, it is so funny to me when I hear, I, I literally can't listen to anyone else talk about putting their character in question. I'm like, do can we come up with a different line, people? <laughs> like it kills it's, like the, the, it's like clarity. It's like getting to there that I can't yes. hear the word anymore. Yeah. Yes. I, it's yes, absolutely. And it's just so silly because whether everybody wants to be sweet and innocent and say they, you know, adopt puppies and work with children and, and plant trees, it's like you, but everyone came onto a show. So if we can just get past the hump of so-and-so yeah. is here for X, Y, Z. Let, let's just talk about how, we all want to find love, but we all signed up to be on a show on television, on national TV. So Right, and, and those hate, things don't I, have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah, you can plant trees. All right, do we have any more hot takes from this episode or the season overall? I kind of have one. Go for it. Yeah. So I feel like there was a lot of drama mama, and which is always great, but I thought that it was a really sweet moment. Like one of my standout kind of moments was Abigail's conversation with Matt. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so sweet. I'm so biased because I've really liked her since the beginning, but I thought that it was really sweet. I thought that it was super sincere. If anyone's listening that doesn't know what I'm talking about, have, hasn't watched it yet. Abigail was talking about, you know, her future and saying how there's a really high likelihood that if she were to become a mom and have kids that her kids would most likely, or there's a high likelihood that they would also be deaf. And I thought that Matt responded really well. And I thought it was really a sincere moment. And it kind of put in perspective, all of the other really silly things that the girls were um, fighting about. And so I thought that that was a nice leveling moment. Um, And so that was, yeah, I thought that was a really great, I love it. I was like, Oh my, stop. I can't, I just like loved it when I was watching it. I thought it was so sweet. So, and I think that that was like refreshing for him as well. I'm sure. And also like to us, it, it came at that certain time. They might've had that conversation way before after all of the drama, but yeah, I thought that it was a nice break from that. And so that was, that was, it wasn't, it wasn't super scandalous, but it was, it was like a standout moment for me. No, for sure. I feel like they're actually, as much as we're complaining about how awful these girls are and how mean they are, they're 
are a handful of like really great girls. Like Michelle's great. Abigail's great. Um, and it's so unfortunate that they have been overshadowed by this drama, but I'm, I'm hoping, you know, it's always like the first half is like cheesy producer manipulated drama. And then the second half of the season, we actually get to know these people and into the real relationships. And that's kind of when I start caring about the show and paying attention to it. So I just mm -hmm. hope we're almost there people maybe next week. <laughs> Was there any girl or girls that you guys either like that you weren't a fan of, but you are now or vice versa. Like you were a fan of that, like other than the obvious, but from like your favorites from the beginning to now, was there one or two that have kind of switched for you? Yes. But I don't know where I stand on it right now. I have incredibly mixed feelings about Kit and I don't get <laughs> I knew you were going to say <laughs> so like on one hand when she first came in it's like okay like she has a famous mom her mom's a fashion designer in new york she already had an instagram following before coming on the show and she and she's also 21 so she's incredibly young compared to some of the other girls so to me it was like you know yeah, and there's nothing wrong with this classic fashion girl coming on to build her brand do her thing she'll make it a couple rounds and then leave fine um, and then she started being really mean and she hangs out with Victoria a lot and I've heard, and she made some pretty, um, not, not the meanest, but she made not nice comments about Sarah. And then, and then I noticed, was this last week or the week before that her and Matt had a moment and I was like, that's weird. Cause I've never heard or seen Matt and Kit speak ever before. Like who even knew they had any sort of connection whatsoever, but I kind of saw a spark in that. And I'm like, Oh no, I think he actually like really likes Kit. Like who would have thought? And then she gets a one-on-one -on -one, and I'm like, is she going to be a real player? That was so out of left field. She reminded me of like freaking McKenna from Peter season, just like young blonde girl, like ready to be a meme. And I'm confused. That's it. I, I struggle with Kit because it's like, I want to like her because she does mostly seem nice. She had some mean comments, which made me feel mad about her. It's just so hard to watch someone try to complain about how your life is all red carpets and gold Bentleys. I can't yeah, believe those words much. came out of her mouth. That was her trying to explain what challenges she's facing. It just was a little out of touch and I, ugh, I just it struggled It was with so her. out of touch, but I love her. <laughs> oh, do you? Okay. I love her. I really do. And I've loved her since she got out of the Bentley because she, like, if we all forgot, she couldn't, she couldn't ride in the limo because it gave her rideshare vibes in case oh anyone missed that. <laughs> yes, miss it that did. Ride. You're right. Yeah. Oh I have loved God. her literally since then. And some of my friends that I've talked to, they were all like, you are crazy. But I liked her from the beginning because I was like, she's so kind of out of touch but it's it's funny and then when she gave him the snow globe um at on on night one and she was you know this is to remind you of home and the da da, da whatever because she's like born and raised in a like penthouse in manhattan and he probably moved there like six months ago and has i know roommates. like <laughs> not the same thing but here's like i just i i literally loved her from the beginning and i did think it was kind of off like out of left field how she got the one-on-one -on -one, but that just goes to prove y'all's point from earlier that there's probably so much content actually about relationships she's one to watch for me i i'm open to giving her a second chance of if she is nicer in the next couple episodes so we'll see yeah, yeah, that's how I feel. I don't know if anyone really has surprised me. I think overall, I wasn't thrilled about the new girls showing up, but I really do like Michelle a lot. I think she's sweet. Obviously, she's a teacher, so I have to like root for her, but mm -hmm. I think her and Matt have a nice connection. Um, 
And she, she just seems like she's down to earth. I also am surprised by how much I like Katie. I definitely am a Katie stan. I don't think she's going to end up with Matt. I don't think she ever stood yeah. a chance. But when she came out of the limo, I was like, okay, this girl's going to be obnoxious. And in the end, she actually was like one of the only people who had the guts to stand up to the mean girls. So I fully support Katie. Do you yeah, guys well, remember um, – what was her name? Do you guys remember – I think her name was Alexis. She was Alexis like Waters. Dolphin. She's yeah, from New Jersey. <laughs> okay. She, I love remember her. being yeah. like the dolphin girl. She reminds me a lot of Katie. That's what I said too. Jackie's actually interviewed her. Yeah, I've met her a couple times. Um, she's so funny and just as crazy as she was on the show in real life. <laughs> um, but yeah, she definitely has such an authenticity to her where like she's not trying to do – she's just there and like – saying what she thinks in, in a way that just comes off as so natural, even though the stuff that she says is so outrageous. But yeah, we're, we're big Alexis Waters fans. <laughs> yes, we stand. And I Katie does does give me a little bit of those vibes too. So yeah. I said the yeah. same thing. Yeah, like yeah. goofy. I'm a fan you know too. what I mean? Like funny, but in like a goofy way, like how she did with the vibrator and, and the shark slash dolphin. Yes. Yes. Um, I've okay. always liked – yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, say what you're going to say. No, I was going to say, I liked Katie from the beginning. I thought that she was hilarious. And even though I was like, and I didn't think that just because of her entrance, I wasn't like, oh, she's not marriage material. I was like, she's no, really funny and like bold and, and is super confident in herself. And I just thought it was like fantastic because I certainly, even if I would be like, that would be so funny. I wouldn't, I would just never have the courage to do something like that. So like kudos to her. So I am also a fan. Yeah. Totally. So we always end our show with a rose and thorn. So you pick like something good and that you like that you want to give your rose to and something bad that you want to give your thorn to. So it can be a person. It could be like a thing. We get, a, sometimes yeah. we get random. It, it we get creative anything. with it. So it's, yeah. it's really open-ended. Um, Aaron, do you have any? Cause I need to think of mine. Yeah. You know, I'm always ready. Okay. Well you say yours okay. first. Well, me and okay, I'm so excited. <laughs> so I'm going to give my, I'm going to get my thorn out of the way. I'm giving my thorn to Jed because I know Jackie, you'll listen to the podcast for me and tell me what he says. Yes, I will. I will report back to all the I, listeners as well. Don't worry. I just feel that I, I give most people second chances. Jed is someone I will not give a second chance to just because I could not stand him. He was so annoying and no Jed goodbye. So he gets my thorn. And my rose, I'm excited about my rose. My rose is actually going to go to Matt James this week for two reasons. Okay. One, I, I think that this episode, we saw him do a lot of things that I was like, okay, like this is bachelor. You are, you're showing that you're bachelor material. These are some bachelor level moves, but he said this really great thing going into his date with Rachel. He said, um, I just want to know what she's been through, what her dreams are and where I fit in there. And I kind of loved that so much because I feel like that's what every single person should be doing going into any date girl, guy, whoever, every time you go into a first, second, third date, that should be your mindset. I just want to know what, what you've been through, what your dreams are, where I fit in, right? Like, I just think that's such a great philosophy. I love that line. And then also he gets my rose because I recently discovered on TikTok, his charcuterie um, TikToks, <laughs> and they are so funny. It's just him making charcuterie boards that are like dinosaur chicken nuggets and like pizza lunchables and then his voiceovers are so monotone and he calls them charcuterie like I know how to say charcuterie he says charcuterie and I just want that personality on the show that is my one note to him he's they're so funny he's clearly a funny guy I need to see the TikTok Matt James on yeah. Bachelor 
so that's true. Rose and Thorn. So I always get that. a little bit extra with it, so I don't feel like you need to have a whole <laughs> a whole written down speech planned. You don't. No, I love yes. it. I'm literally getting on. I'm getting on TikTok literally right after this. And that's you must watch the them. Hours. They're so funny. There's only three of them so far. There's only three parts, so you'll you need three minutes. That's all. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll repeat. I'll just watch them. I'll really sink it in. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I have mine. Okay. okay. So I, I'm going to follow your lead. I'm going to give my thorn away first so we can end, you know, on a little positive note, but my thorn is going to go to MJ. Ooh, yes. Agreed. Okay. We didn't really discuss that, but she deserves that. Yeah. She was really one of my favorite girls from the start. I thought she was very much herself and I really Mm -hmm. enjoyed her personality and her vibe and I really believed her kind of like zen um unity piece you know kind of thing I was like yeah I'm into that but yeah she's gonna get my thorn because I feel like she got a little ahead of herself and I feel like she kind of bumped herself up on this pedestal and I think that she I she kind of fell for me this week and I feel like she did the opposite of what Anna did in accepting even though like we had talked about before Anna's apology was kind of her self-centered anyway and apologetic because of getting caught not not necessarily being you know wanting to apologize but MJ has kind of done the exact opposite and Jacenia was like well thank Thankfully, this is a show where everything's taped, so no problem. But, and Katie was like, you're just deflecting. You're not actually apologizing or taking ownership of anything. I think that she's so angry. And in the very last scenes of this episode, she seemed incredibly angry. And she was talking down very much to to Jasenia. And I felt like it was a fall from grace for her. I don't know. I really liked her at the beginning. And I just feel like she either hung out with Victoria too much or got caught yeah. up or maybe a producer was in her ear. I don't know. But for me, I think she had a lot of potential to be like very down to earth and authentic. And I could see her. I really feel like I could see her in like those funny TikToks and funny videos and not taking herself seriously and like, and being silly. And I feel like they could have meshed that way. But I think that, um, unfortunately, I think that she kind of got sucked into too much of the like nonsense and it is Mm -hmm. not going to work out for her. So she's getting, yeah, she's getting my thorn. That's a good one. I like that Very good. Totally agreed. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then my rose goes to Abigail because she's a sweet angel that's descended from heaven. Um, Amazing. And I just loved her. I thought that she had the most meaningful conversation of the episode and that is why she gets my rose. Love it. Perfect. Those were great ones. Okay. So my thorn goes to whoever planned the dates for this week, because (laughs) I feel like, you know, I feel like we just had as much as I don't like really flashy, big group dates. We had the classic, like girl gets one-on-one in a very fancy shopping date, comes back with all of her shopping bags, followed by making the girls do like the most disgusting date ever. And, um, yeah, I don't know. as much as that's a classic bachelor trope and like, sure, I think they can do better. I think they should be getting more creative, especially because they aren't traveling this season. So 
I don't need to keep seeing the same dates over and over, like recycled and regurgitated. I would like some creativity. So that is my thorn. And, and then even like what was kits one-on-one was, was cooking, which was cute, but like, guys, where is the budget people? Like, are you saving this for later on? <laughs> like what? It, I don't know. They blew it all in the hot air balloon, I guess. Um, yeah. and- they only had one type of cookie. I'm like, <laughs> we don't have assortment. It's only chip. I mean, I know like, there's no decorating. So I know they're really skimping, like, especially because like one-on-ones are supposed to be like sick. And if my one-on-one was just making chocolate chip cookies, I'd be like, where's my hot air balloon? Like, come on, where's my airplane? Where's my helicopter? Like, come on. Right. Um, or I'd be like, okay, I'm going to turn this into a fantasy suite real quick. If all we're doing <laughs> is making cookies, like, let true. me take this over. She's like, mom, can we have a budget? Thanks. <laughs> I know. Seriously. And then my rose goes to Tyler Cameron because he's finally making an appearance next week. I knew that was going to be a rose. I knew really? it. Really? You did? Yes. Yeah. Ugh, I just love him so much. Tyler, slide into my DMs, please. As, as soon as I saw him come up in the preview, I like immediately my brain went to the Michael Scott meme. Like, it's happening. It's happening. Like that, <laughs> that one. Because that's yeah. really how it, we've been talking about it all season where every time we're like, where's Tyler Cameron? So he's coming everyone. Well, it's yeah. about time they address that. Like, that's the only reason why we even know who Matt is. Like he was never on a previous show before. He's literally Tyler Cameron's friend. That's it. Yeah. Most famous contestant ever's friend. Who right. Did. The true OG. <laughs> he's the OG. Yes. Exactly. All right, Jordan, where can people yeah. find you and where can they listen to your podcast? Well, thanks for having me, guys. This, yeah, this was, was really so fun. fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Thank you, guys. Um, so I'm also on the Believe Network. I host the Believe in Everything Ole Miss podcast. So if you are an Ole Miss fan or know someone who is, send them that way. Um, I do episodes every Thursday. And yeah, I thank you so much, guys. It was so fun. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Uh, Instagram, Twitter, can people find you there as well? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Jay Dollinger. Um, I am really into the memes. I post a lot and photos of my dog. <laughs> and then on Instagram, you can find me at Jay Dolls. That's an Instagram handle. So, yay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This was so fun. Definitely, you're going to have to come back and chat another time. And yes, for the listeners, make sure you follow Bachelor Blab on Instagram. Follow me at Jackamoney underscore. Follow Erin at McNaught Reading on her reading account, not her main account. <laughs> and I think that's the spiel. I don't know what else to say. But thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Anything else, people? Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.